All right, we are live. Episode number 98. What's going on, y'all? The holy ruckus in your ear and in your face. My name is Josh, and we're so excited to have you with us as you're trickling in on YouTube and Facebook Live. But also, if you're just listening to us on your own uh, you know, commute to work or or leaving, or you just want to stay awake, or you just want to fall asleep, I got you. And we have two beautiful guests. I am blessed among women. We got Shannon and Marcia with us. Um, and they are um, really popping right now in the sense that they have a new book out. And so they're going to talk about that. And we're going to celebrate uh, Black culture, Black Catholicism, and just kind of go into that a little bit more. Because, I mean, there's stuff that I don't even know. And I've never ha had a chance to read their book. I've been reading samples and trying to get it for free. But we're going to have to pay. So this is free, but the book is not. Let's do this. We're so excited, and I'm just gonna stop talking because they're just gonna uh, light it up. So here we go. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. Why were you made? I was made to be happy. The way to be happy is to know truth and to love goodness. In other words, I am made for God. Pero quiero lío en las dioses. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. And we are here. Everybody here? Everybody good? Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are we? Good evening. Good evening. Doing good. Yeah. I have a cold, but I somehow did not give to Shannon. I don't know how I did not give you my cold. You got it on the plane. That's why. <laughs> Masking up in the plane, I hope. I don't know. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Do you like, yeah. like Shannon, yeah, right no. next to her? We talking like economy plus? Are we how how we live in? You know, your Ascension Press, you know, authors now. I mean, first class all the way. What are we doing? No. Well, it's not being a Maria Press. No, we are, we are Southwest. 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 But no, Shannon and I. Yeah, exactly. Um, Shannon and I just spent the last five days together. We went, we were in Florida. We went to a wedding and then we went to Disney and I don't know how she didn't get sick like me, but you know what, Chan? Fine. Don't be sick. <laughs> how was that yeah, weather? Was it, was it beautiful out there? Or I thought it was like, okay. what was it like? Tell me about this Florida weather now. Okay. It's cold. It was really cold. So over the weekend in Naples, it was fine, you know, like a little breezy. And then everyone kept talking about, oh my gosh, but it's so cold here. It's so cold here. But here's the thing, my Midwest hubris almost got me pneumonia mm -hmm. because I was <laughs> like, I were like, it's not going to be that cold. It's fine. It's fine. Both Shannon and I bought sweatshirts yeah. within an hour. It was in the thirties. So I was like, okay, <laughs> this is, this is legit. Like thirties are legit. Um, yeah. But it was so bad. The lizards were falling out of the trees. There were I know. <laughs> I, heard about this. I heard about this. So are the lizards like, just dead or are they alive I, they were they're What's like in on? hibernation mode kind of is yes. what i understood um so their bodies like shut down to protect them from freezing <laughs> to death yeah but you're not supposed to touch them or yes. something like you can't you shouldn't touch them because they'll come back to life and i'm like i don't understand what's and happening i don't know about these zombie iguanas, did you touch iguanas. <laughs> did you touch so them? i did not i did not i, I wouldn't touch an iguana on a normal day so no, i think no. we're good 
I am, I, I told you, I'm solidly Midwestern. Like that is a real <laughs> thing. And I, I'm like that meme where it's like you're brushing off your car. You're like, we don't have hurricanes. We don't have, <laughs> we, we, we don't have hurricanes. We don't have tornadoes, you know, you know, whatever it is. So we don't have any of those tropical issues that are harmful. We have normal snow issues mm. and that means no iguanas. So yes. <laughs> all iguanas stay inside in the Midwest. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, Ave Maria Press. We can edit that out. The, that, that part where I, where I said another publisher's name. Excuse yes, me. Okay. Maybe that it's was okay. just me in my subconscious. I was hurt because I had a chance to make it big there. But anyway, uh, your book, uh, Fat Luther, Slim Pickens. But before we go in there, let's talk a little bit more about y'all, about the co-authors, about the ladies behind uh, the, the beautiful cover in the book. Uh, tell us about yourselves a little bit. Um, let's go, Shannon. Uh, tell the people that, that have no idea who you are, or maybe they do, maybe they're big fans, maybe they're not. Introduce. You're big fans now, everybody. Yes. Uh, so I'm Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Wimpschmidt. I am a pastoral minister in a parish. I also am now a co-host of the podcast Plaid Skirts and Basic Black with my friend Marcia right here. And um, I am also married with four kids and I'm married 13 years, which is crazy to believe. I was a baby when I got married, like 23. Um, and uh, I'm just out here trying to get enough sleep, writing a book in my free time, so much free time. And um, I'm also, uh, again, a recovering Midwesterner um, and living here in Indiana. I live outside of Indianapolis, which I love. And, um, you know, mostly trying to enjoy having adventures in Indiana. I like say like I go hiking, quote unquote, but okay. like hiking in Indiana is like maybe in Southern Indiana, there's some good size hills and mostly you're just walking flat in the forest. So there's that. <laughs> but we have lakes, everyone. We have lakes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So, so my wife is from uh, Minnesota. And oh, yeah. so the world part of Minnesota. And I drive by. And so we have to take turns, right? So Because we're driving and we're crazy. And we just pop everybody in the minivan, all mm -hmm. five kids. And we just make it work, man. We make it work. And I will have to tell you, I, me and my wife have to like fight over who doesn't get to drive through Indianapolis. I'm like, mm. I don't want to do it. I end up having to do it. It's killer, man. I don't know what it is. It's just, there's no, here's the thing. There's no, they don't know how to drive. They also don't know how to drive through Indianapolis. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah people they don't, don't know, know that defensive drive driving. Like no. that Chicago defense, it's a lesson, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I drive like a crazy person around here because I just do normal Chicago driving. That's where I grew mm -hmm. up in the Chicago area. And like here, that's like real crazy, apparently. Um, <laughs> here I am. Right. Um, but yeah, we there's no public transportation, so everybody drives here, and there's only like three routes through the city. And right now, one of them is completely like under construction and shut off, so you can't actually get through the middle of the city on I-70, which is like what the major east-west highway. So it's just a mess here, everyone. Come to Indiana. <laughs> experience Indiana. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then what's the like the biggest like event that had like. I mean, well, the stadium is right there. I mean, and yes, you season, but you didn't make yeah, it to the so, playoffs. That was pretty bad. So yeah, we NASCAR. just had the national. <laughs> NASCAR. Yes. No, IndyCar. Excuse me. Oh, oh yeah. Indy 500. Right. Right. Well, let's Indy 500. Yes. <laughs> the Indy 500. That yeah. is a whole thing. Believe me, Have race day weekend. 
Yeah, race weekend. Here at Memorial Day weekend is referred to as race weekend. And I knew I had officially absorbed like being a Hoosier when I started calling it race weekend. I was like, oh, it happened. (laughs) There it is. You're officially in now. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. All right. Marcia, how about yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing. Yeah. So I am Marcia Ling McGee. I am on the other half of Plaid Skirts and Basic Black Podcast, born and raised on the north side of Chicago. Most of my family lives on the south side. I um, am the oldest of, I have four sisters um, and three brothers, (laughs) but they're not all the same family. So it's like, I've got like, I've got a whole like branch of Puerto Rican family. So there's like a whole thing. And then I have my, you know, a regular normal black family because I'm a whole black woman. I'm sure you guys have noticed that. Um, Well, that's what our podcast is about being black and Catholic. But um, so there's, there's, it's a, I'm a whole, I'm a whole lot of things. Like, do you know what I mean? I kind of realized that. Just over. I'm sorry. What did you say? Accurate. Yes. I'm a whole, a whole lot of things. Great and challenging, but here we are. Um, so a lot of my identity is just Chicago, Chicago native Cubs fan, um, all day long. And it's weird because my whole family, my whole entire family is Sox fans, but I will not be deterred. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I know I, I stay with the Cubbies. I root for the, I told you I'm a North Sider through and through. I am not, I know, I know Shannon's whole family is a Sox, <laughs> the Sox fans and it's crazy, right? Like how, how are we friends, Shannon? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how this yeah, works. It's, it's a, it's a story of reaching across the aisles, everyone. And That's loving your is. neighbor as yourself. <laughs> Authentic friendships, sisterhoods, yes, over um, baseball. I know, right? No, but all of us. Like, well, my dad played baseball. He was in okay. the farm team for the Yankees back in the eighties, and so we're a whole like we're all about baseball in my family. So my sister and I, um, my and my brother, um, uh, he, we all like we're all about baseball and my sister doesn't really have like a team team, but she's like, it's fine. I'll root for the Cubs with you. And I go, no, no, you have to decide. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and so it's, it's just a whole thing. Um, and I, I'm not married. I currently run a home of high school girls at a place called Mooseheart. It's a childcare residential agency. And I have 12 girls in my home um, currently, mm-hmm. all teenagers. Um, Please, 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 someone help me. Someone help me. <laughs> I'm blinking twice because I need help. <laughs> um, so there's a lot. Um, I used to run a home with boys and everyone, the girls are very, very different, but their appetites are not different. Girls will still eat you out of house and home. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, what is this? Why is all the food gone? Like, yeah, um, like, what do you find yourself thing. buying in terms of like, like Oreos, like double stuffed Oreos, and like yeah, here's the yeah, here's butter, the, like, what girls are we doing? buy more, eat more snacks mm-hmm. all the time, and boys eat just all your food. So I have to like change <laughs> my shift. I had to shift because it was like I was buying a lot of food and like ranch, right? And then like some snacks, but they didn't really care. They just ate all my food. It didn't matter. Girls, I have to buy every single snack on the shelf and ranch, and then at Man, dinner they barely eat anything. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm Midwestern. We're all Midwestern. I've never, I don't eat ranch, guys. Who's I just dipping? want you guys to know that. They oh dip God. everything in ranch. Pizza, I don't even know. Spaghetti. Not spaghetti. Spaghetti? No, come on. No, no like, <laughs> but like from experience. Pizza, they have like, like their, all their salads. I was like, that's not even, like, oh, what nah. are you doing? I remember, um, like, everything. I mean, anything. Dude, that can be dipped so can be dipped in ranch and i don't get it um but it's okay oh. so it's, mm-hmm. like everything <laughs> so that's what i do um <laughs> i also i i well i'm an author and i'm a speaker um yes. i am um i canter at mass every sunday here at moose heart um yeah i just i'm just out here living my life um and, you know the, and, and it's called moose heart moose heart yes okay and what and did you did you come up with the name or was it always that? No, oh no no no. It's it's been around. This place has been around for like over a hundred years. So do you know like the Order of Moose? Like you know how like oh. it's a fraternity, like the Elks or the Shriners or the Knights of Columbus. There's oh, like okay. the Moose. Oh, there, like, okay. so there's like Moose is another fraternity, a fraternal oh. order, and so they started Moose Heart for children of Moose members who passed away and they needed assistance. And so it's over the time it's evolved into. Uh-huh. Anytime a child is in need, like any child with a need can come to Moose Heart. And so it doesn't matter, what, like, and all the needs are varied, right? We do have children here who are orphans. We have children who are refugees. We have some children here whose parents are incarcerated. We've got children here whose parents are just need, just need a room to breathe, you know, mm-hmm. to help them. And like, they are, we are able to help them take care of their needs. We give them housing, um, schooling. Uh, when they graduate, they get a scholarship. It's just, uh, and the Moose are our benefactors. They're incredibly generous. They are always gifting the kids. Um, the kids get, I have, I had a package, two packages for a kid today. It was like, a Moose member sent you more packages. I don't know what to tell you. So like, <laughs> it's, so just, it's just really great. And I mean, I, I mean, it's great. Like they, 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 they provide my life here and I raise these kids and, um, there are 12, there are 12 girls in this house right now. Oh my gosh. So, so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was eight when I left for Florida, and there was 12 when I came back because we had some staffing changes, and mm-hmm. they filled my house to capacity, and I have learned that I can never go to Florida again. So that's what happened. <laughs> there it is. There it so, is. You just have to um, stay there. That is, what... that is where it was. Like, I can't either stay in Florida or just never go again. I'm going mm-hmm. to Houston in a couple weeks, and I'm afraid about who's going to live in my house when I get back. <laughs> So I don't know what to tell you. I'll be sending my four children. <laughs> right. Send them yes. all to Marcia. <laughs> send me. All right. Let's, let's get it. into it. Let's get into yes. it. So with every guest that we have, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, we always like to kind of loosen up. And I feel like we already are, are there talking about ranch. I mean, you're bringing me back memories. <laughs> my, my, I remember when my grandma found out that you could put ranch on like other items besides a salad. It was a bad day. I was like, her cholesterol, everything was going up. She threw the roof, girl. I was like, grandma, yeah. I can't be putting on your chicken strips, girl. Like, come on. Anyway, but Damn. here we go. <laughs> um, so this is uh, overrated, underrated. Whatever uh, we say, just it's just hot take city. Whatever it is, okay. in, in, in terms of whatever comes out, comes out. You've been pre prepped a little bit. But underrated, overrated. Uh, ladies, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, Catholics into Harry Potter used to be a big no-no, but in the early two thousands, what do you say? Overrated, underrated? The fact that Catholics are into Harry Potter. What do you got? Is underrated. underrated. Yes. Underrated. We are totally agreement about that. I, I'm a Ravenclaw in this house. What's up? <laughs> okay. When Guardian Leviosa. <laughs> no. Shannon, are you? Do you also 
dip into the Harry Potter. I love that Harry Potter life. Um, I am a Slytherin. I know this about myself. Uh, you know, shout out to my other serpents out there. Uh, and I, I love it. I love it very like, much. So then what, like, what makes someone like a Ravenclaw and a Hufflepuff or whatever, Gryffindor, like personality-wise, like what, like, how are you a Slytherin? Like, mm -hmm. let's go into that um, a little bit. So I can be, <laughs> this is going to really sound great on a Catholic podcast. Yes, that's <laughs> um, I can be, uh, I'm very like driven, very focused. Uh, I am very interested in success. And I can be a little bit manipulative, which is why I need Jesus. And I will there not is. stop at anything to get what I want. <laughs> there is. Hey. So what I'm saying is like, you know, Jesus Christ, come and save me because I am not a good person on my own. <laughs> the Holy that Spirit all of us, come right? Holy Spirit. Activate. Hey, get it to him. magic, activate. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, and then Marcia, what, what, what? You said you're a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. How, I'm a what Ravenclaw. does that mean? Um, I'm well, a those, that's, Don't know what, what it is. It's okay. It's okay. You're not. I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm, yeah, it's hurting. Um, it is the house where it's like whip beyond measure is man's greatest treasure, <laughs> or yeah, it's treasure for me. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about. Um, we are the ones who like information. Uh, we like information. We like processing information, sharing the information. We. Also, we also like to correct people when they're wrong. What? <laughs> I am, no. I, I, what? Not, not me. You never do not that. <laughs> I am a whole, well, actually, I feel like that's just my middle name. Marcia, well, actually. Um, <laughs> that's the at, that's the new, that's the new name. That's it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we are the ones who like information. We like gathering it, sharing it, hoarding it sometimes, um, and making it known that we have all of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Super Bowl Sunday, overrated, underrated. Just another day. What do you got? Overrated. Overrated, Shannon. Overrated. I'm gonna say underrated because okay. I love I love the I love Americana, and that's about <laughs> as Americana as you can get. I do. Like, there are days where I'm mad at America, and I'm still like, give me all of that nonsense. Bring it. Like. <laughs> Fireworks, Star Spangled Banner, get Whitney Houston out there in her tracksuit. No, don't like, do that. Yes. Don't do, well, do it be a zombie. Wait, I didn't want to recipe. No. I was like, listen. Oh no. We, we don't want her to rest in pieces. <laughs> I don't need that bad juju. <laughs> it's okay. No, but I What's will happened? say I this Super Bowl Sunday though oh, is I cannot wait for the yeah. listen. Okay. Okay, With so the, my girls the have to learn. Halftime, the, the halftime. Half my I'm girls are about to learn. They're about to learn that I'm ratchet. They're about to learn no. that I am both ratchet and holy. And I don't know what to do with that information. But um, I don't know <laughs> what they're going to do. Don't. I don't know what they're going to do because I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. Did you just say Mary J, Snoop, Eminem? Like, I'm like, what is happening? Uh -huh. So they're going to learn that I grew up in the 90s and I mm -hmm. was. Um, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was raised by the G code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to do the halftime show. I mean, I asked my students, I, I'm a high school teacher, so 10th and 11th grade. They're like, what? Eminem's old. Like, you know, Dre, uh -huh. who's that? You know, like, who's Mary J. Blige? I was like, hold Just on. wait. Just, just wait. wait. You, 
thought what you thought you knew you didn't know like i like i'm gonna watch it all like as it's, long as they don't bring out are they gonna have like a special guest like they've been doing? They they keep finding ways to bring they out. Might, like, that's too guy. many people. Okay, so they can't bring out Bruno Mars. Like, listen, we're done with. I mean, he's great, but yes, three years but, in a row, like or four years. In a row, come on. Well, okay, well here's the thing though. The year they brought out Missy Elliott as a special guest, Ooh. I just cried. Oh, I love that. I, remember that happened, and they had a lot of people on stage, and you heard. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what I think actually? I think I'm gonna change my answer. I think the Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl by yourself is underrated. <laughs> like, okay. Because I, it's not a, it's not a group activity with me. I'm a super outgoing person, but like, I don't really care. I, I sit and read while the Super Bowl is going on and I watch the commercials and I enjoy the game. Cause I used to be at a point where I was like, if the bears aren't playing, I don't know who, what to tell you. I don't know what's going on. Um, and it's been a long time. Since yeah. You've been and it was long time. I remember I, it was a long time ago. Yeah. It was in the early uh, 2000s. Six, oh seven. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, they lost to the Colts <laughs> and it was bad. And Rex Grossman was from Indianapolis oh, and they gosh. lost to the Colts. I think the first like, time Rex Grossman, Grossman has been mentioned on a podcast. It's a whole thing. In a while. What? Well, no, Kyle <laughs> Orton was the quarterback. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Orton. Yes, it was Kyle Shush, I know no, he went to Purdue, which is where my husband went. Oh, Kyle Orton was the quarterback in the Super For the Bears? Mm-hmm. It wasn't Rex Grossman. Orton played like the whole season and I think Rex... What, I don't know. No. No? No, it was a I whole thing. No, it was a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like, no, but like, I, he wasn't a first string, though. Because I remember it was a whole thing. They, they might have rubbed him out. <laughs> they had to, like, they had to stop, but, like, they had to, like, they interviewed, like, Rex Grossman's parents in Indianapolis. And they were, like, everyone on the street had, like, cult stuff. And they were, like, bears. bears. But also, they were, like, oh, my God. I moved here that year. I moved to Indy that year as Bears fan. It was a rough year. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, okay, this was supposed to be like rapid fire, but I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing no, I love this. I love it. I'm, I'm good. That. I'm good. Our viewers are probably like, get to like the depth. Where's the meat and potatoes? <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is how we do our podcast. Not the bear. <laughs> All right. I apologize. Uh, Selena, Selena. Underrated. She is underrated. 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 Listen she's to me. Listen, she is the best. I have loved her since I was in high school because I was a Spanish writer in high school. I told you, I have Puerto Rican family. I tried to do all the Spanish things. But like, and listen, okay, she is, she's underrated. And also, I, I, it drives me crazy how there are people out here wearing her clothes and don't know who she is. Yes. I oh was like, so do you weird. know about the Chico and Apartamento Cinco Doce? You don't know about that, do you? <laughs> You're still like, listen. intense here. I'm getting intense. She, okay. um, Selena Ones is my paperwork music. When I used to do paperwork, I put on Selena Ones and then I okay. like jam out to get my paperwork done. It's Shannon, not, a, not as passionate about Selena like that. I, I love her. Not to that level. Love J-Lo in that movie. Love all the songs. They, I feel like you, you took, yeah. That's it. That's all we need to say. Yeah, I own Selena on vinyl. You know, it's a real thing. There you, oh, you really? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll listen. Didn't I just, like, listen, yes. Yeah. Right. Take them, take them. And then last, um, but not least, uh, Kanye West. Yay. This is a hard oh, I can't. I'm going to have to say overrated. 
No, here's the thing. He, well, he just needs some help. He needs. No, here's my thing. <laughs> I'm conflicted about this. I love his I'm music though. Because the the real well, as as a whole Swifty, but also. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think that Kanye to Kanye is overrated. <laughs> when Kanye looks in the mirror, I think he's, he's overrated. He's wonderful. <laughs> but I also think that Kanye struggles over the past year, like at least it's underrated. Like he's underrated because mm -hmm. people are seeing more of his struggles and more of that like personality of Kanye, where Kanye really is a genius. Like yeah. so here's the thing. Musically, absolutely. Mm -hmm. College dropout oh my is God. amazing. <sighs> like I'm a like I'm gonna be really Start real with finish. you. Start to finish. Start to finish. And I think that, and I think people don't don't see that anymore. And they shouldn't, because the artist should evolve over time. Yeah. But they don't have that same fire and energy since he like decided to love himself so much more. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. see his like nine million dollar slides that are real ugly, that are real mm -hmm. ugly. But I think that he is underrated as he is an artist. I think Kanye as a whole persona has hurt. It's, I like undercut his artistry. Okay. You're also asking us to like. Also, he's Chicago. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, I forgot. He's, he's, I, I got like, we team. always loved him. It's a whole, he's a home team. Yeah, him, Comet, all of it. Okay. Like, seriously. Comet. Mm -hmm. Chance the Rapper. I just Where has he been? Was it canceled? I don't know if Chance the Rapper was canceled. No, he um, supported someone in a tweet. But I think that he worded it weird, but he went back mm -hmm. and talked it out. And I can't remember exactly what happened. But no, I think Chance Rapper is solid. I think he's great. I, think he's I wish his like, wedding album did better, though. Mm -hmm. I feel like they didn't do so hot. Mm -hmm. The concept yeah. album they did. Yes. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Cool. But you know. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes. It was a flop. Uh, Ordinary Time, oh. liturgical season of Ordinary Time. Our liturgical calendar, awesome. Many colors, many mm -hmm. seasons. But Just ordinary like time is the longest. It is. What do you think? Overrated, underrated? I think it is underrated. I love, we love ordinary time. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Really? There, yeah, oh my gosh, there's so What's much music. Okay. Um, there's a chapter about it in our book. We did. And you read it? There is, there is. Is it the first chapter? It is. Uh, no. There are, you can find the there's miracles in the mundane. Six. Yeah. No, really. Like there is, there, seriously, there's miracles in the mundane. And I think people don't seek them out and i think ordinary time is underrated because if you don't have you why why do you celebrate like all the old exciting holy seasons like you wouldn't know to celebrate them if you didn't spend some time in ordinary time everything can't be a party and that's fine right what? this is like, not it can't, it can't I be a party. Really i know right <laughs> i know the venga the venga bus isn't always coming shannon <laughs> so I got something to tell you, and I've got news for you. I'm not the bus ain't that. always coming. <laughs> oh, so I gotta be ordinary and make it uh, extraordinary. No, definitely underrated. I'm a very. I was just gonna say I'm a very big fan of like the teachings of Jesus and like hanging out with Jesus in his ministry. Allah the Chosen, you know, if you've watched um, that. Um, and like I just like. Someday in heaven, I can't wait to chill with Jesus. This is gonna be amazing. Like, he's my dude. We'll just like sit and he will like say profound things and then be like, let's have some wine. And I'll be like, great. That's all I wanted for my life. <laughs> You'll be like, he'll say, let's have some wine. You'll be like, all I have is this walk. 
Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Top me off, Jesus. Like, I don't know. And yeah, I'm a real, I'm a real extrovert. I'm a real, like, FOMO person. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I just love, like, Jesus going out there and being like, you know what, this. And then you're like, my whole world is blown. What do I do now? I'm like, we, like, the, there's so many beautiful things about the other liturgical seasons. I love them. Like that, I wrote my master's thesis on liturgical theology. That is my jam. Ooh. But, um, ordinary you know, times are baseline. Like, if we want to know who Jesus is, we need to lean into ordinary time. That's what yeah. we need to do. Also, I'm punching yes. like this, like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's all good. Let's get into it now. We we are, we're ready to go in. You got the primer. You got the you know the first coat. Now let's get into it. Uh, Fat Luther, Slim Pickens. That's the title of the new book that is selling right now. Go ahead, right now. You can even leave and come back because I want you to go ahead and purchase this joint, Fat Luther, yes. Slim Pickens. But tell me more about the name. I mean, I just went mm-hmm. to Luther Vandross. Was I right? Yes, work. Was work. You were. Uh, oh, tell me a little bit more. <laughs> you see him on the cover? Little Luther. <laughs> okay. Um, tell me about the title. Tell about the folks that, okay. that aren't hip to it. Let us know. So here's the thing. When you grow up black, as Shannon and I did, um, one thing that you understand, there's this argument that's really not an argument. Mm. Like, which Luther is better, Fat Luther or Skinny Luther, Luther. right? (laughs) Fat Luther is the better Luther. He's always the better Luther. And it's not even an argument. It's just reaffirming that we all love Fat Luther. Mm -hmm. Even though Skinny Luther has some bops. He did. Skinny Luther has some bops, right? But here's the thing. I think it's a, not I think, I know. It's us saying that, Luther, as he was, did not have to change to be accepted and wanted and mm-hmm. valued, right? There was value in what he had to offer. He he came as his whole self, and we were like, yes. You know what I mean? This is what <laughs> we want. We want this, right? My mom saw Luther Vandross, the weddings of all her friends. It was uh-huh. here and now uh-huh. was like the whole, like, I went to so many weddings. Oh. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. like walking down the aisle. That's what it was. His endless love with Mariah Carey. Like, oh. it was very much like, it was, it was so, Luther was a whole moment, right? And he That's still right. is a moment. Like, mm-hmm. he's still part of our culture and part mm-hmm. of our, um, our lives and, like it informs a lot of the way that we sing things and the way that black love existed um, mm-hmm. and the way that we celebrated black love. And it's kind of like, we're celebrating Luther as he was and he did not need to change. And um, there's a lot said or not very much, but there was some said about how he didn't, he didn't accept himself and he had a hard time mm-hmm. and he, he like fl- his weight fluctuated. He went on diets, he went off diets and um, he already had health problems and it like contributed mm-hmm. to his health problems. Like him not accepting himself as he was, um, didn't, um, didn't help. Right. And so it's one of those things where fat Luther slim Pickens, like, um, fat Luther, we love him as he is. And I feel like that's how we have to come. Like we have to come to church as black women church, love us as we are. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't ask us to assimilate. Um, don't like, don't ask us to change who we are because we're still made in the image of God. Um, and as, and who we are is definitely more than good enough. Um, to celebrate and to worship and to be a part of this church, this beautiful mystery. Um, and sometimes what we get is Slim Pickens. Mm-hmm. 
and that's and where there's we so are. much room there's so much room in this universal there's church so much room for all of it yes uh, what does the title mean to you you have probably had to sign off on it were you like leading the charge on on this title or was it something that you were you were picking up a <laughs> so, down? what was story. the real <laughs> so yeah this absolutely came from our editor she's like i want you to write this book here's the title i came up which was like a different variation it's on different the family but because then, she loved that I explained something yes, about it. like it was yes. a throwaway comment in a podcast episode and she's like I never thought about that fat Luther is the better look Luther I need to understand <laughs> more black things and so <laughs> yeah absolutely and so we were like like why are we okay we'll like try to so say this doesn't make any sense but like here we came up with this and then there were a couple other titles that were in the mix we're not going to share one because we're hoping to use it later but <laughs> That we really liked but then a couple other people who were Ave authors were like keep this title like this is culturally like so important and like while for people outside of black culture it maybe isn't going to make a lot of sense like for those who are it's going to be like oh my gosh this is a book for black people um and the interesting thing about that is we've had a couple of reviews and um we actually were recommended our book was recommended on essence magazine by essence magazine as one of the books i think it was like 56 books they're they're wanting to read this year which like they don't put catholic publishing books yeah let's like read this catholic book okay um and, the, and one of the reasons that we found out is like that title was one of the things that drew them in and like all of yeah. these people were doing these reviews and we're like, okay, Holy thing. Spirit, you do what you do. <laughs> like we're do. going fishing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. But we did, we did fight really hard to get Luther on the cover. So we're really excited that he yeah. got on there. <laughs> Ask permission, like yeah. We also well, I don't know what they our, did. Our unofficial patron saint of the podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I know he's not a real saint, people. Okay. No. Well, <laughs> he's on. not a Catholic saint. He's not yeah, a Catholic saint. Enough. Let's be real. Like <laughs> here we go. Yeah, so, so uh, Fat Luther Slim Pickens, a Black Catholic celebration of faith, tradition, and diversity. And yes. who wrote the forward? Catherine Whitaker. Who's that? Uh, she's an author friend of ours. She wrote. Um, love. Oh gosh, I love have the book. Live better, something like that. Sorry, Catherine. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. She's also an Ave Maria um, press author. Um, but yeah, she. I can't remember. But it's about. It's got cowboy boots on the front cover. Mm -hmm. But She's it's like Texas, so. It was real love Texas. Big. I know it's real Texas. Like that is a real thing. She is real Texas. Okay. She real Texas. Awesome. I actually got a chance to meet her in real life. We became yes. online friends, and then I got to meet her in real life um, two months, like two months ago. Mm -hmm. But she wrote the forward for our book um, because she journeyed with us through some things w during the writing of this book, mm -hmm. and we thought that we were like it was just really it was a really great moment where we were like we need to choose someone for the forward, and we we Shannon and I both were like Catherine needs to write this forward because. Mm -hmm. Just, do you know what I mean? Like for the work that needs to be done and the work that the challenges that we lay out for the people in the book, I think like Catherine journeyed with us through some of that. And I think it was just really good. So. There you go. Is, um, man, so I guess let's go in, right in, in, in terms of this. What was, this process was how many years in the making? Or was it like months in the making? Like, Okay, so here's the thing. 
Our podcast started in 2018. So it was okay. four, it's been four years in the making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it's like our podcast in book form, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, it was last year around this time. Um, it was, it was last year, almost a year ago that we, because um, gosh, yep, it was a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. In maybe end of January, early February. And it was like a really weird time. And um, our mm-hmm. editor reached out to me and she's like, I have this idea because I'd worked with her before on a different of a mirror press project. Mm-hmm. And like Shannon and I talked and we we're like, okay. And we like within that, like within two weeks, we came up with an outline and what we wanted <laughs> and uh-huh. submitted wow. the book proposal. Like it it was yeah, here's the thing. Good. That whole time, like it's all been a blur. Um mm-hmm. and so, but it was just it was the end of January when she reached out. And mm-hmm. then um it's been, yeah, so here we are a year later. Mm-hmm. But it took us about, and here's the thing, we were on the on the end of the acquiring season. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, we kind of just got like scooted in there. So mm-hmm. we had a lot less time than a lot of other authors who have books coming out in this, in the spring. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, our book got picked up in March. She's like, officially it got picked up. And then she's like, okay, great can you have it done by June 1st? Like it was like <laughs> March 11th. Like we had 12 weeks and that was the thing. We were like, we got 12 weeks to write 12 chapters, ready, uh-huh. break. And so it was Google Docs, all the, like Google Docs, activate. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for supporting you. our book. Thank you, Google. <laughs> right. So. That's what's up. Okay. And then when you go into to like, I want to write this book, like you all, yes, there's so many things that you're, you're hoping to include and, and you can't uh, do it all right in terms of thematically what you want to do, but you also are motivated by like, I mean, your audience, like who, who is this for? Like, who are you writing this for? Like, Absolutely. Uh, well, we had two audiences. Shannon, do you want to take this? I, Cause I feel like I'm talking a lot. You've been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have been, but no, it's I'm okay. Not. It's fine. Why am I even on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, so we we have a couple, you know, audiences. One, I think, primarily other Black Catholics. Like, there is not a lot in Catholic media that's aimed towards us. Um, that's why we started our podcast. It's a voice that's missing from the Catholic media spaces. Um, so that's first and foremost. Uh, I think we also wrote this for um, other Catholic women because we do talk about our experiences as women. Uh, not that men can't enter into the conversation. Wait, is this for the ladies? It's for both. It's for both. But girls do but, run the world. Yeah. So. Uh, Beyonce, mm-hmm. Queen Beyonce told mm-hmm. us. So here we are. Um, and then I would also say that, like, this is for the church in general, like the church that wants to enter not only into learning more about Black culture, but also uh, how their experiences lived out in a Catholic context. Uh, and it's also a way, I think, to share. Um, to kind of make those connections between cultures. Um, you know, I'm a biracial person, if you couldn't tell from the color of my skin. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, like I've lived my whole life kind of bouncing between cultures and figuring out two mm-hmm. cultures just in my own family. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the easiest way to connect to another culture is to look at those things that we share. Um, you know, it's not just like food and music or whatever, but also like, it's easy as a Catholic to help understand certain concepts because we already know what's shared in our faith. And so our hope is that this is a way for people to do that and to also start um, really talking about those questions of race, of ethnicity, of culture, 
um, in a in a way that's positive. We're not going to like back away from hard questions. You, mm -hmm. You'll see that if you read the book, you know, like both Marcia and I talk about instances where we were, you know, discriminated against or perhaps, um, you know, I think of, I was just reading the book today because I needed to do a couple things for promo promotions. <laughs> um, and I talk about an experience where I really thought that um, you know, if I was a darker skinned person, I might not have made it home that day. I mean, like that's, that's a reality of where my life was in this moment. Um, and so we're not going to sugarcoat that, but we're also not here to make people feel like, um, you know, you have to sort of like run kicking and screaming away because you're going to be completely uncomfortable. Um, we want you to, we want you to lean into the discomfort if you have some, Yes. we're not gonna, we're not gonna say it's not going to make you feel happy and, you know, wonderful about race in America. Um, but also, you know, hopefully it's also a lighthearted look at how our culture is important to us, how it impacts our faith and how it impacts how we live in the world. So it's a way to, to look at that less from um, a perspective of like doing some racial justice work and more like, yeah. let's talk about who we are and what we love about being black and hopefully bring that to the church as a gift. Yeah. And love it's it. also hopefully like people are encouraged to do the work. Like, and every, here's the thing, every culture has work to do. And I think that like, as like, I mean, it's not just for saying like, Hey, white people stop being racist and do this work. It's also, I say, say all the time, like it's a love letter to black people too, where it's like, hey, do the work and bring your whole self and stop holding back. Do the work and understand like how to start like um, accepting, you know, bridges that are being built and maybe trust a little bit or, you know what I mean? Like things like that. Like sometimes it's okay to just trust. I'm not a trusting person. That's a real thing. Shannon knows this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like say like it's okay to do the work like whatever work needs to be done so that we can actually create a community and be the body of christ so i feel like um so my sister like my stepmom is puerto rican and she's like it's about black catholics like could, like is that something i can read i was like yes ma like you know what i mean like read like read this book so she, oh that was real uh, chicago of you right there uh, yes, ma. Yes, ma. <laughs> uh, like no because well when we're in, when we're like getting like oh like that's like we all call myself I'm like ma but like mm -hmm. it's, uh, so like so her and my sisters um like they feel like they can read it like there's I feel there's something in there for everyone they're mm -hmm. not they I mean my sister is half black but like they're not you know black or Catholic but um they there's something there's something there for everyone who wants to grow and build community and be fully a part of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with that, you mentioned you you hit on it a little bit, Shannon. But what was the the lack that you saw in the church that kind of said, you know what? Like, not only does this book need to happen, it needs to happen now in 2021, What was percolating during that time that was like, oh, yeah, right I know, yeah. I know, no. attention to the world. for those um, that might not, you know, be uh, on anything, oh, yeah, rock. Um, so you know. Obviously, a lot of uh, things that happened around, you know, when George Floyd was killed and when, um, you know, sort of all of the Black Lives Matter protests really kicked into gear. Um, we had started our podcast long, sort of two years before all of this right. happened. And we were really like, you know, this is a gift we can bring to the church. We maybe had like 30 
listeners at first, it got up to like a hundred. We're like, woo, this is great. <laughs> like, we were very excited. Um, and as Marcia will say, we were building the plane while we were flying it. <laughs> you know, we were kind of like figuring it all out. Um, if you go back to some of those early episodes, you're like, they didn't quite know what they were doing. But now it's okay, though. Kind of, no, it's okay. There's fruit. It's Everybody fruit. learns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Um, and so we we were kind of, um, we saw a need and, and decided to do this. And then, of course, when 2020 happened, Lots of people were looking for black voices. And I think, again, to kind of go back to my earlier point, a lot of Catholics were looking for black Catholics because it was an entry point into understanding this perspective from where we, you know, where we already are familiar and comfortable. Um, And so kind of came to us and found us. Um, And one of the things that Ave has been really great about Ave Ruya Press is that they're they're trying to diversify their authors and they would you know they would be the first to admit like yeah we published a lot of white people where there's a lot of white people on staff and um and um you know and they have been so great in affirming us um in listening to us about you know what is important culturally and how we go about you know marketing and writing this book um and uh, and as Marcia said, they reached out to us. But I think one of the things that we really felt was needed in writing this book was not to write another book on racial justice in the church, because there are already good books on that. Father Brian Massingale has a wonderful book called mm-hmm. Racial Justice in the Catholic Church. You should check it out. <laughs> um, but, you know, like who we are, who our podcast is, um, what we want to bring to the church is about you know celebrating our faith, celebrating our culture, um, and and we are really lighthearted kind of kind of duo. Like if you listen to our podcast, yeah. you, you can probably guess that. Like we're gonna talk about pop culture and music and ridiculous things. We're gonna quote you know Thirty Rock, and we wanted to bring that same energy to this book to give people uh, a celebration. Really, that's I mean it's in the title. We wanted to celebrate something. And again, we can't we can't have a celebration of black culture without talking about race, because it is the reason that both Marcia and I live in America is because our ancestors were brought over as enslaved people. That's why we're here. It doesn't mean we hate America or that we don't right. want to be here. Shannon has proven that with all yep. of her America. America. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Indy 500. Shout out to the Indy 500. Uh, say, let's sing back home again in Indiana. Um, so, um, um, but to really be, <laughs> to really be a, a celebration, to, to be something that, um, you know, if you're a mom, our first chapter is all about Advent and like how we just kind of fake it till we make it. <laughs> like, and, sure. So if you're a mom or a dad who's just trying to get through, you're going to relate to that. If you are a person who, um, you know, really loves rom-coms, we've got two different rom-coms in there for you <laughs> that you can talk <laughs> about, right? Like it's, it's everything. Um and yet at the same time, as we always say on our podcast, like we're always going to bring it back to Catholic. Like we're yes. going to figure out. We're always going to make it Catholic. We always we make it, it Catholic. Sometimes it makes no sense, but we made it Catholic. <laughs> and and in that you're, you're, you're making it Catholic. I, I remember I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, uh, someone on my, on my coaching staff, I coach football and he's a, he's a deacon in, in his church. Uh, shout out to my coach. And you know, he's, he's hardcore. He's, he's not, he's not Catholic, but he wonders why I am. 
mm. and how I still am. And he looks at some of my, you know, Catholic content episodes and he's like, I love this. This is cool. You did that. That's cool. Like, mm-hmm. who do you have on your podcast? And I'm like, uh, and I'm sharing, you know, you guys for tonight and he's going to watch this later on. And he was, Hi, coach. Yeah, right? Hi. And he was my uncle was, is also a deacon in the church. Yay. Yeah, shout, out, <laughs> shout out to the deacons, servants at the altar. They don't just sit at the table. You know, no. but <laughs> they do so much more. But yes. Oh um, and and I remember him just honestly like kind of looking at me, he's like, So when are you gonna just realize like maybe you just gotta jump, you know, jump ship and go to another church, maybe um, to and, uh... like, why? <laughs> you know, and, and and maybe you've had these conversations already. Um, why are we still Catholic ladies when we see oh. kind of the imbalance and 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 the lack in terms of the racial diversity and the celebration? Of black mm-hmm. culture, because sometimes um, when we we talk about these things and we're making a holy ruckus, and I believe that's why you're here. Like I'm like, yo, these ladies are oh, making yeah. it happen. Whether I get them on the pot or not, I got to get on that. <laughs> I remember someone saying when the George Floyd stuff happened, and we started doing like oh. you know panels, and we had our girl Ogechi, get me if you can. Yeah, oh, yes, we know Ogechi. Yeah, she's my girl. Well, we spent she, the weekend with her too. I heard. I heard. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> And I remember um, people were asking us like, why we're doing this panel and why can't we just be Catholic? Why can't we just be, almost like a, you know, like paintbrush, like you're Catholic though. You're universal though. It's implied. Mm-hmm. What this creates division. Why are you separating mm-hmm. us? And I was just like, so I'm giving you a lot here, but why are we wow. still Catholic ladies? Um, I, I know why I am, but I would just love to hear, you know, uh, that Catholicity come out oh. with the culture, with what you're doing. Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to go? Um, okay. So Shannon's like, yes. So <laughs> I like, I get asked this all the time. I grew up Protestant. I'm the only Catholic in my family. Um, and I get all, my family has stopped asking me, but short answer is the church and what the church has to offer is so much greater than the failings of the people of God. Amen. And I think that sometimes we, we want like, it's not, we can't judge the church by, like, I know you're saying like, you know, you judge it by our people, but like the church is so much more like we are all flawed humans out here doing flawed human stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and if we, and if we judge like the mysteries and the blessings and the grace, um, and the awesomeness and, you know, um, if we discount that because people are rude and, and ignorant, frankly, um, then we missed out on a whole lot. Like we're doing ourselves a disservice. And and if we're having trouble with the people of God, we should do what Jesus says. We should bring it to them and let them know like, hey, you've hurt me and you've sinned against me and they don't listen, you bring someone with you. Do you know what I mean? Like yep, he literally exactly. gives us a guidebook how to deal like with mm. conflict within our church, within our community. Um, so that's the short, really simple answer. But then at the end of the day, I am still here because of the Eucharist. And I think that's why a lot of people are still here. Um, there was a time where I learned, like after being Catholic for, solidly Catholic for 20 years, that I learned that my baptism was invalid. Like while we, we were recording an episode of our podcast. It about was my fault. Like <laughs> Shannon mentioned it. And I was like, wait, what? What, they got the formula wrong? 
Well, I was baptized Protestant and I was baptized in Jesus's name. And when I became Catholic, the priest was like, you're baptized. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, at a Christian church. I was like, oh yeah, we were saved Uh-oh. and sanctified. Right? And so like, it was a whole the Trinitarian, thing. uh-huh. And so I, and then when Shannon was like, she was giving this whole thing. She's like, yeah, you have to baptize the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if you're not, that's okay. We'll rebaptize you. And I'm seeing her like, and I'm listening to her, like we're recording and I was like, I'm sorry. My oh, wait, wait. Fell out of my head. Rewind. <laughs> right. And so she basically like on the podcast and like we had to stop recording and I had like a whole meltdown and then we had to collect ourselves and finish oh, recording God. the episode. And um that and then this was while everything was going out. This was before mm-hmm. the book deal, before like a really major faith challenge happened, yeah. um, mm-hmm. like last year, um, before a lot of things. And I and I was really having a hard time with the church as is. Like I was having a hard time with the people of God, like the people of God in power, not dealing with the people of God who were not living up to their <laughs> baptismal promises. And I was, and I think it was like, maybe this is my out. Maybe this is how I go. Mm-hmm. And no one would blame me, but I had to go canter on Sunday. And I went to canter on Sunday and I told the priest, I was very quiet. I was like, hey, I just like my baptism is invalid. We're going to have to fix it through the diocese and we'll figure it out. But just so there's not a commotion, I'm going to step out. Um, and then, so don't try to give me communion, right? Because mm-hmm. I knew, right? Now that mm-hmm. I, the whole time, like once you know, you can't go and participate, you know? Right. And so, and then, so I stepped back and I was in the wings and communion was happening. <sighs> And then I walked out. Well, well, I like stepped out during like the prayers and when he started mm-hmm. shooting it, when he went out to the people, I came back on and I sang the communion song and I watched people receive. And I was just holding back tears because I was no longer invited mm-hmm. and not in a horrible way, not like in a, do you know what I mean? It was like, mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. I actually need to be here. Mm-hmm. Like this is actually me. This needs to be part of my, my faith life and my spiritual journey. And that is really literally the only thing that has kept me in. If I didn't have that moment, if I decided, if I didn't have to canter that Sunday, if I would have had more time away, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Shannon didn't drop the bomb on you on the podcast. <laughs> yes, I so know, cool. right? I mean, I'm glad I did though, because yeah. we don't want to mess around with that. Like, no, right. I'm, like, I'm literally but don't mess with okay. <laughs> That's, you know, a funny story. That actually happened in, in, uh, in this diocese, like locally. Uh, an elderly priest used the wrong form, used the wrong words at the baptism. And so they had to call people back and yeah. say, hey, the, for- the form was incorrect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I- we I take care of sacraments seriously, which is a good thing because mm-hmm. it's the only thing keeping me in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, what, that's what you're saying, Shannon. Go ahead. Hey, you? No, you're good. You're good. Thanks, time all coming in. Everybody, sorry. I was coming to you anyway. Why bother? Why, why stay? Especially yeah. with the way. Things are, you know, with the racial issues in this country, how we're sure. not talking about it. Why? Why bother? Yeah. Um, so one of the things I talk to my kids about all the time, because like they're, you know, like the beautiful thing about kids is they will ask you those hard questions. And you'll be like, because <laughs> the church said so. Like, that's not a real answer you can give oh a child. God. That's yeah. not going to be enough. Especially not um, for children. That's not no, real. They're super smart. And I love that. But also, like, thank God I have theology degrees. Because I don't think <laughs> deal with them otherwise so um but you know like for me this is where the sacraments are this is where the church is and i love the church's tradition right like it's true teaching the heart of the faith the deposit of faith if you read the catechism if you read you know the church fathers all the the doctrine the dogmas like that is beautiful 
And that's what I want for my life. Um, you know, and I work with wonderful priests. Like I, I'm not complaining about my, my bishop's wonderful. Like all of these things are, are good for me. Um, but, but, you know, I was, I was very over it. You know, I was very over Catholics, including some in positions of power, uh, some in media who were very influential saying that basically, um, because I was born to certain parents, I shouldn't, I'm, I'm not worth anyone's time. I am not equal. And the church has treated black people that way throughout American history from, you know, the, right. for the past 400, 500 years, yeah. that is how it has been if you study black yeah, Catholic totally. history in America. But, so. you know, what I say to my kids is one, I'm here because I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. I love him. And this is where the fullness of life in Christ is for me. And no person is going to take away the gift of the sacraments from me because it's not the person no human being can take that away from me. No matter what they think of me, no matter what they think of my value, God loves me so much that he would give his very self for me. And he does that every day in the Eucharist. And they're not going to keep me from my church and my sacraments. <laughs> um, and then also, you know, and I say this to people who are kind of like more progressive leaning, I guess, quote unquote, like in the church uh, for politics or whatever, because I think sometimes they feel very marginalized depending on where they live in our area. It's kind of more of a conservative area. Like there's nothing wrong with, we need conservatives in the church too. All of you come, all of you. We Everybody. Are all Everybody. are welcome. Plenty all are welcome in this place. You're all welcome. But you know, I, my thing is like, if, if I leave, who is left for the people who need me and who need someone who gives my witness? Right. Who who is there to be the voice at the table, to be the thorn in the side, to be that person who is advocating? And here's the thing. Jesus never promised us that the church would be perfect. He doesn't say that. He says that the church will, will you know, the gates of hell will not prevail over the church. Right. Um, and he also, um, we also see throughout the church's history that to be a saint, to be a prophet, requires sacrificing yourself. It doesn't mean that you're going to live a long and holy and healthy life. I hope everyone does. That should be the case for everyone. If I don't have to be martyred, I don't want to be. Thank you. <laughs> I have no interest. <laughs> no interest. Yeah, I'm good. Um, right, I will, but no interest. Um, <laughs> however, right, my, my call is not to be... Um, a person who just sits in the corner and like lets the church be. My call is to holiness and to be a saint. And that might mean that I have to be out here doing things I don't want to do. And Marcia can tell you, I am not really into conflict, not one yeah. bit. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I will. And um, when I get going, I'm not going to stop because again, Right. Um, not only do I have just as much right as anyone to be here, but the spirit of God is working in my life and God is bringing a voice to the church through me, through every one of you here in whatever culture you're in, whatever um, biological sex, right, whatever, like pick a category. 
God picked you exactly as you are. He picked me exactly as I am to bring something to the church that no one else can bring in my time, in my place. And so, um, you know, I'm perfect. No. Do I have moments where I need to confess, where I need to repent? Absolutely. But um, if the church doesn't have my voice as a woman, as a woman of color, as the individual that I am, then there are things that are going to be lost. And I don't want to lose one thing from the body of Christ. I don't want any of you who are listening, I don't want to lose you from the body of Christ. Because every time we lose someone from the body of Christ, we lose out. We lose out on the beauty and the gift that you are to the world. So please, please bring your voice, bring your love for whatever it is, gaming, dancing, like whatever it is, bring it to the church because, um, you know, like Pope Francis, he's the other thing keeping me in the church. Um, Like Pope Francis Mm -hmm. says, like you're you're coming out here to make a mess. So let's make a mess. Let's make a rock. Yes. <laughs> that's, what we're doing. that's what we're doing. And so yes, to all those things, I got like St. Paul vibes uh, when he talks about the body of Christ. Then I got like sister Thea Bowman vibes yeah. uh, from what you're well, saying in terms man. of you bring your whole self, right? Your, you know, your whole black self, your whole Latin self, like bring that all that, that shouldn't be an aside. It yeah. shouldn't, it, it should be a, a total, all wholesome part of you. And, and, and that's what we mm-hmm. want. And that's what's, and that's why we 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 do what we do with the Holy Ruckus and whatever media is we're we're trying to do and be a, and use these platforms yeah. to try to go fishing and to bring people that you know another person that can empathize with your experience. And then if we listen to those negative voices, if we listen to um, those you know wolf and sheep's clothing that are gonna you know just you know piss on so sorry uh, but <laughs> piss on our work and say like now nah, the church doesn't need that though you know it's like no like for like screw you like come on now like we do need this and it lets you know that there's a lot of work to be done still and so with that said i want to kind of go go back into this the book here um it talks about uh like what you are wanting to like to celebrate and i really believe in big time on like the integration of like it's not your faith is here on what you do on Sunday. And then here is uh black culture. Here is your American culture. Here's everything else. Like there's gotta be a full integration of it. Cause you are the integration of your body and soul mm-hmm. and all that. What are some things that um, without giving too much away, a little sneak peek of, you talked about liturgical seasons right away, Advent. Um, what are some saints or, or specific Catholic culture things that, that you were able to share and integrate into, into this book? Uh, one of the things we talk about is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, we love Our Lady Shut of Guadalupe. <clears throat> um, she's amazing. Uh, oh, I just came off a coughing fit, so sorry, everybody. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, we talk about her and how, um, and how, like, we use her as an ex- example to talk about appreciation versus appropriation. Mm. And um, because that, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of things that happen, you know, in our church and things like that and how enculturation is already there. Like that's Shannon's favorite word. Um, enculturation already exists. And um, we talk about how we have Our Lady of Guadalupe is a huge part of a lot of people have a devotion to her. Um, we celebrate that day. Um, it's beautiful. And it really helps us understand our faith a lot. She is really amazing. Um, we have, can, can we say what we call her, Shannon? Should we say it? Should we say Go for it. Our, Our Lady of Guadalupe. She's a G. We say that. It is in the yes. it is in black and white. 
She's an OG. She's the OG. So we call her OLG. <laughs> She's the OLG. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm with it. And so we like that. That's one of the big ones, and that that's an earlier chapter. I think it's like chapter three, right? Or somewhere two. in there. I can't remember. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you, go, so you catch our vibe right away. Uh, you catch our vibe right away. Where and she is like, and what? And there are people out there when I'm like, once I said, they're like, she is a G. I was like, mm -hmm. she really is. Like she came, like she was like pursuing Juan Diego and. Mm. Mm -hmm. pursuing his heart and um remind him of the things how he was good enough and how he was great enough and he was just enough um and so i think like just all of that amazing so that's kind of that's one of my favorite chapters yeah actually chapter three chapter three yeah um and so the whole book is um basically looking at our black culture and our catholic faith our individual catholic faith and our catholic faith as a universal church through the lens of the liturgical year so each um, each chapter has a different liturgical season or feast that goes Love with that. it and then we kind of touch on a cultural point from there so the very first chapter which i think you can see a preview on on oven yeah. um, is called yeah, okay. is, is advent and it's called janky liturgical and it talks about how um, <laughs> our liturgical living uh so our way of living the liturgical year is just a little bit janky <laughs> like there's just there's just <laughs> some things that aren't always picture perfect um and so we all also talk about that um, but we also have a different companion uh, for each of the liturgical seasons. Mostly it's saints and, and the venerables and blessed sister Thea Bowman's in there. One of our favorites, uh, Augustus Fulton, who we love too, who's um, in a venerable. Um, but we also have like Pope Francis because he's a G too. So like, he, he needs some love in there as well. Um, and so, and you'll also see different pieces of, we call them black history primers. So he, for people who aren't familiar with black history, um, if there's something that we're talking about that relates to something you need to know. So one, in one instance, I talk about um, African-American genealogy. So we kind of do just a little pop out, a little breakout mm. of like, what what's the general stuff you cool. need to know okay. so that you can like enter fully into this conversation and understand where I'm coming from as a black person, which would not necessarily be something that like Marcia would need to know. I'd be like, Hey, this guy with my same last name said this, but he was white. She'd be like, Oh, I know what that means. Right. So like, <laughs> but many people wouldn't know that read the book to find out. <laughs> no, I love that. So there's actual, like, as a side, like a little sidebar um, conversation of, of you just priming yeah. people for, for things that maybe isn't exclusive to their background. And so exactly. you invite them in on that. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So okay. appreciation versus appropriation is one of those in that Our Lady of Guadalupe chapter. We talk about colorism. We talk about uh, the three-fifths compromise, if you're familiar with that. And there's a couple other things that are in there. So you can, um, you know, kind of get a quick primer. And then at the end of the book, we also have different resources to read a little bit more about some of the topics that we've covered in the chapters. So, you know, that idea of um, if we had, uh, uh, we talk a little bit about um, African-American genealogy. So there's a book there that you can read to kind of like delve more into that. And I have screaming children. So <laughs> My battery died and I had to switch up cameras. You're good. So, ladies, as we come to the end, ladies and gentlemen, so much for, for joining us. We are about to go wheels down. We're about to land this plane. And, again, if you're listening to us for the first time, go ahead and like and subscribe and follow at the Holy Ruckus for um, 
every podcast every week. And my co-host, Father Pat, wishes he was here, but he's on a silent retreat right now, which is very hard because he's not a quiet guy. He's oh, I feel that. Oh, feel that. Okay. I love silent <laughs> retreats. I know that seems weird, but uh-huh. I love a good silent retreat. I do. Oh, it's it, so. it, it is good, but not for my man. So I mean, Irish, Catholic, loud, and he. Oh, I, this I, speaks I, to my heart. <laughs> There's no way, bro. There's no way you're going to outside. You're going to have to go to like Wawa or something because it's too much. Who are you fooling? And so, yeah, I'm praying for him and he's praying for us and the success of y'all's ministry. And he's bummed he couldn't be here. But, um, and I'm good now. I got my camera. Um, but anyway, let's. Let's get into it. The The final question here is what gives y'all hope? I mean, here we are and people are, are coming out. Stories are are coming out left and right. Uh, black stories, black saints, um, things are happening and and everybody's doing their part. Like, you know, yes, it, it is Black History Month and to, to do it authentically and to and to call out things. And so at least in my class, what I'm what I'm doing, I'm introducing some saints and, and it's really sad, but it's also hopeful because they're learning about these saints. But I'm like, yo, y'all don't know. Who these guys are? You don't know who Sister Thea Bowman is. You don't know uh, who uh, Josephine Baquita is. Like all all these, and so <coughs> there it is. But for you guys, um, as you get this book is out, you know the the baby's out into the world, right? Um, what's your uh, what what gives you hope here in in twenty twenty two in terms of the work that you guys are doing? Um, gosh, Shannon, you first. <laughs> Um, so one of the things I definitely see is um, people who are really trying to um, create new spaces for diversity in the church. Um, so people like yourself, people um, who are like, you know, there's nothing wrong with with what's out there, but like we need younger voices. We need Latina and Latino voices. We need um Black voices, Asian voices, all of these things. And they're saying like, hey, if it's not in your standard media, like, let's just go, let's just go build a table. Like, because we are the church and like, we are, we are needing to be here. And that's wonderful. And like, I think, you know, like those, those things need to be out there. And that's been giving me a lot of hope lately. And also just seeing um, the willingness of people to, go beyond uh, what's what's been offered in our parishes and all of that stuff to say like, hey, um, you know, this is great, but maybe could we get this saint or that saint or, or do more um, and to just celebrate that the church is so much more than, you know, St. Therese and St. Francis, who I love. Right. Like, OG, my favorites. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that like maybe we can find new inspiration for living in our day and age from these other people because their reality speaks to our reality. So I think that's wonderful too. I'm going to go, go crazy. Do it. <laughs> All right. Real quick, what gives you hope in 2022 in terms of the work that you're doing and the work of this book? Well, the, the, the things that I'm, that are giving me hope right now um, are that there are other black voices that people are seeking out right? It's not just me. People aren't just like, oh, Marcia, you're the only person, right? I mean, it's okay, right? I can be the spokesperson for all the Black people because I'm super adorable and it's fine. Um, But I think that's what's giving me hope is that it's not just me anymore, right? It's not just me. It's not just Shannon. 
um, there are other black voices. Also, my goddaughter who just showed up on screen is also giving me hope because I love her very much. Um, and um, but that's um, so the, those are the things that are that people are seeking out other voices, and it does. I don't. I, it's the work is not on me. And as as a black woman, I think a lot of the times in a lot of my experiences in a lot of spaces, I am the only one or one of few black people and mm -hmm. it, the work does fall on me. And I think that it's, it's really great that it's, that's not what's happening anymore. That's what's up. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, you've been rocking with the best of Holy Buckets podcast. Make sure again to like and subscribe and to share this conversation. Get it out there, especially the work that they're doing, not just on their podcast, but their uh, new book here. And so I'll put it in the ticker. Follow PSVB podcast and uh, all the things. We're going to put this out there into the interwebs so that we can find it. And so there it is. But ladies, Thanks so much again for being with us and rocking with us. And we hope to have you uh, back again. Anything else? Last minute stuff. Uh, what do you got? No. Um, listen to Taylor Swift's Red, her version. <laughs> um, Taylor's version's out there. there. Um, just saying. Uh, Selena on vinyl. <laughs> yeah. All those things. And get the book. And buy the and get book. The book. Also that. Also buy our book. Yes. AveMariaPress.com. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. And then uh Shannon, anything else? Oh, you're good. <laughs> Just I you know, love, love your family and oh, oh, love your friends. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much again for rocking with us. And we'll see each other again real soon. And then where's the audiobook? Is there an audiobook version There's coming out? Not, What's going on? Um, okay, here's the thing. Maybe. Buy the book. Buy the book so that they know people want it, and then yes. they'll let us do an audio book yes. of it. Because I think that's what they have to see how much interest is in the book. But yes. we're ready. I have had three we're people ready. ask me today about the audio book, and I was like, no. we want to do it. Let's so buy a book, and we will give ready. you an audio book. We'll get your audio book. I mean, maybe go. not free, but it will get out in the world. <laughs> you will you get we'll it make out one there. available. Ladies, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Uh, as we close here, hang on, and uh, for the rest of us, we'll see you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,